Today's guest is author Scott Kamak. Scott is a writer, history teacher, and kung fu master. He came up with a story, I call him him, when he was a teenager, but failed miserably to put pen to paper. It took nearly 40 years to make a second attempt. This time, the words flowed unrestrained. Scott lives in Arlington, Texas, with the love of his life, Diana, their four children, and six annoying pets. Scott, what made you want to live a more creative life? Well, it, it's actually kind of an unusual story. Um, you know, as a kid, I was a huge fan of fantasy and science fiction. Uh, you know, I gobbled up all the uh, Edgar Rice Burroughs books, you know, John Carter of Mars and Tarzan and all that. And um, when I, I think I was about, yeah, I was around 13, 14 years old. So this is going back 40 years ago. And um, I decided that, you know, I wanted, you know, to start writing, you know, I, I, I give it, you know, give it a shot. You know, I figured I, I loved reading so much that I, that I, I uh, thought I, you know, I had all these stories in my head and I thought I could uh, put them down on paper. So um, I started writing this trilogy, which, you know, that I'm, that I'm pub just publishing now. Um, and I, you know, I barely started and I actually, I don't even remember how much I had done. I think maybe just the first few pages. And um, at that time, I was um, I was also into martial arts, and I really looked up to my martial arts instructor. You know, I really idolized this guy. And so, uh, and, and there was a lot of martial arts in in the story. So I, I took it to show it to him. You know, the first few pages, and he just laughed at it. He laughed at it, and he said, "Stop wasting your time on this. Go practice your martial arts." You know, and that just kind of crushed me. You know, here was this person I looked up to, and they're telling me like this is a waste of time. So. Uh, I never tried writing again, you know, um, um, you know, I, I went through, I went through life. I'm a school teacher. I teach, uh, you know, history and government and, and, uh, you know, so forth. But uh, then, you know, a few years ago, it's about, about been about three years now. Um, I decided uh, one day I was just sitting there, you know, during the summer, summer break, I have a lot of time off as a teacher and um, I'm sitting on the couch, couldn't find anything good to watch on TV. And I, grab my laptop and it just popped in my head. I say, you know, I'm gonna try writing that story that I started 40 years ago when I was a kid. And I started writing and I just kept writing and writing. I think that day I wrote for like eight hours straight. I mean, my fingers were just numb, you know? <laughs> and, um, you know, I, I looked it over and I said, hey, you know, I think this is pretty good, you know? And so I brought it to my wife and she's like, you know, my harshest critic, you know, she, she, she'll just tell you straight up. She doesn't sugarcoat anything. You know, so I knew that, you know, her opinion would be would be really fair. And she looked at it and she read it. And all of a sudden I see tears in her eyes, you know, and she's like, oh, my God, this is so good. And I was like, wow, well, maybe I can write, <laughs> you know, and that's where it kind of started. So, I, I, you know, I had this 40 year lapse of, of, you know, not writing. And then all of a sudden, you know, three years ago, I started up and, uh, you know, this creativity just came into me and, and I. I haven't stopped, you know, I just, I write whenever I can, whenever I can find a spare moment, you know, I'm, uh, I'm writing now. It's become my uh, obsession. So. Yeah. It's a fantastic story. Do you plan your projects in detail or go with the flow? And why did you make that your process? Well, yeah, I'm, I guess I'm a more of a pantser. Um, I have an overall uh, skeleton 
kind of, you know, figured out, you know, and, 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 I, and I've had this, like I said, ever since I was a kid, actually, how this trilogy was going to be. So I kind of had a little bit of a skeleton figured out. But um, as I start writing, I just, uh, yeah, I kind of just go with the flow. I'll, I'll feel, I'll feel the characters, um, you know, like I, be, I become the characters, basically, as I'm writing. And I feel their pain. I feel their emotions. I mean, it's kind of it's kind of weird in a way. My wife makes fun of me sometimes because she'll she'll see me teary eyed as I'm writing, and she's like, "What are you crying about?" I'm like, "Well, this is a sad part in the story." And she goes, "Yeah, but you're the author. You know what's going to happen." <laughs> and I'll say, "Well, yeah, kind of, you know, but um, but yeah, I'll just kind of, you know, I I just let the characters take hold, and they kind of lead the direction, and then where the story will go. So sometimes I think I'm heading in one direction." And then all of a sudden, you know, as I'm writing, I'll just, it'll just go in a totally, you know, different way. Um, yeah, so, you know, so I guess, I guess I'm a little bit of both a plotter and a pantser, but I think more of a pantser because, yeah, it just, it, you know, I, I kind of just follow along and let the characters take me into these new worlds and take me wherever, uh, wherever they want to, really. <laughs> so. Well, you've touched on this, but I'll ask, do you have another job? And what are the pluses and minuses about that? Okay, yeah, um, I, I'm, uh, I, I teach high school. I teach, uh, I teach government and economics and then also psychology and sociology. Um, so uh, yeah, it keeps, me, it keeps me really busy. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm busy all day. I'm, I'm grading papers at night sometimes, you know, so, uh, um, yeah, it's hard to find time to write. I wish I could find more time to write. Um, most of my writing, you know, I'll squeeze it in like whatever I can. If, I, if it's during lunch, you know, as I'm eating, I'll be, I'll try to write a little bit or, you know, late at night when I'm done grading everything before I'm gonna go to bed, I try to write a little bit or on the weekends, really the summer and like Christmas break, you know, uh, spring break, you know, those times when I have more time off, that's when I really can dive in and, and then write a lot. Um, but yeah, you know, but, you know, I, I do it little by little and, and yeah, I'm not the kind of person that's going to, you know, I know some of these people can knock out, you know, 10, 20 books in a year, you know, that that's not going to be me, you know, with my schedule. Um, but, you know, I, I can knock out, you know, let's say, you know, one book, you know, every six months at, at the way I, you know, I work it, but, but that's fine. You know, um, I, I'm in, I'm in no hurry is, uh, you know, I, I, the way I look at quality over quantity, you know, so um I, I find the time to do it and uh, and I still and I still teach and I, and I enjoy teaching. I love teaching, you know, um, so I'll probably, you know, I've been teaching for a long time. So I'll probably continue doing that until I retire. When I retire, then maybe I'll be able to write a lot more. But for right now, uh, I'm, I'm happy the way the way things are. What is something no one else knows about you that you wish other people knew and appreciated? OK, well, um, well, I don't know if no one else knows, I mean, like my close friends and, and stuff know, but, uh, but I am a, uh, I'm a Kung Fu master. Um, I've been practicing martial arts. Like remember I said, I started when I was 13. So it's 40 years now that I've been uh, doing martial arts. I have seven black belts. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's something else I really, uh, you know, devoted my life to. And actually that takes a lot of my time to <laughs> um, practicing and teaching. And, and actually I had my own gym for the last um, 25 years and it wasn't until COVID and then I closed down, um, you know, because of COVID and I'm probably not going to reopen. Um, the one good benefit of that, I, I missed that, you know, a little bit, but uh, the one good benefit that does uh, give me some more time to write. 
because I like I had an extremely busy schedule then as you can imagine teaching during the day and then teaching martial arts at night um, but now I you know I have more free time uh, to write so uh, so that that's one good benefit of that but uh, yeah not everyone knows that about me um, you know most people uh, that know me think I'm someone that's uh, you know a very nice affable you know person but uh, you know there's another side to me <laughs> And I guess that's kind of like my character in the book, because uh, my my character really has a, uh, uh, you know, two sides, two sides to him also. So, uh, you know, with his martial arts skills, you know, he can take things sometimes, uh, you know, to uh, uh, an, an area where, you know, he can almost be a different person and, and defend himself and be much more uh, uh, scarier than most people would think that that he is, you know, by 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 appearance. So. What are your favorite inspiration prompts, productivity tools, or creative routines? Uh, as far as um, like my routine when I'm writing, that's, that's what you're asking, right? Um, I, I have to have complete silence when I'm writing. I know there's some people that, you know, listen to music while they're writing and stuff like that. I can't have, I can't have that. I can't have any distractions whatsoever. Um, I have uh, three kids, my, three of my kids live in the house with my wife and I. And we have five dogs and a cat. <laughs> so you can imagine the house can get pretty loud at times. Um, so when I do write, I, I you know, and, I, and my wife knows, I mean, I have to go and lock myself in the room, um, turn on the fans, like I'll turn on, you know, the ceiling fan and a couple other, you know, standing, standing uh, fans to make that noise. That's the only noise that I, that I can't have is the noise of the fans to kind of, uh, you know, uh, prevent me from hearing any noise from the other rooms. And, and then that way I can just dive into this, you know, this new world that I'm trying to create. I have to have everything just, just quiet and, and be able to, you know, to just really, uh, you know, not let anything prevent me from becoming those characters, you know, because once I, I kind of get in that group sometimes and, I, and, I, and I'll tell my wife, I said, I'm in that uh, I'm in that writing mode right now. You know, don't, don't bother me <laughs> because once I get into that, it just kind of like it kind of takes hold. It's weird. And, and sometimes I actually lose track of time and I don't even really remember like how I've gotten there and what's going on, <laughs> which, which is kind of weird. Yeah. And, but I need that that quiet. If I, if I can if I can hear noise or anything, then boom, it can throw me off. You know, so I guess that's um, the, the schedule that I kind of keep. That's my routine. So inspiration prompts, yeah. Um, well, I guess if, if things that that inspire me is just uh, is other authors. I'm a big fan of. Uh, I, I don't know if you're familiar with R. A. Salvatore. He uh, wrote. Uh, he writes like a lot of Dungeons and Dragons, the, the Driss novels, and so forth. I, I'm a big Dungeons and Dragons nerd. <laughs> I still play with my my kids. We play like every Saturday night. We have a podcast where we play. But. Um, uh, yeah, I just love the way that he writes um, battle scenes. And I've been reading his books for since, you know, the 80s for 30, 30 years. And uh, so I really consider him an inspiration. Stephen King, I've read all his books. He's another huge inspiration for me for horror. My, my book is kind of multi-genre, you know, so that's why I guess I, I kind of like a little bit of fantasy, but a darker fantasy, you know, with a blend of horror in it. You know, so that's been a big inspiration. Um those are, uh, well, going way back, like I said, originally Edgar Rice Burroughs um, was one of my first H.G. Wells, you know, some of those, those uh, great classic uh, authors, you know, were some of my inspirations. 
Um, so yeah, I, you know, I guess that's mainly what ha- uh, inspires me. Um, you know, sometimes, um, you know, if I, if I am a little stuck or something, you know, on something, then I just kind of pick up one of their books and start reading and then it gets me back in the flow of things. So I, I guess that's what inspires me, motivates me, you know, to write and try to write better. What three things do you wish you had known earlier in your creative journey? Okay, uh, yes. When I jumped into this, uh, you know, of course, I, I just uh, really didn't know, figured, well, you just write it and, and that's it. You put it out there and everyone is just going to buy it. You know, uh, you know, it's like, uh, what's that? What's that movie? Field of Dreams. If, if they build it, they will come or whatever. <laughs> um, and I didn't realize how important the marketing aspect is and what little I knew about the marketing aspect. Um, you know, so, yeah, that was a big, uh, you know, changer. and and. Uh, you know, in social media and so forth, you know, developing a social media presence. So yeah, that was all new to me. I mean, I think when I started, I just had a few few dozen people on, on Facebook that were friends. You know? <laughs> and, uh, and so I had to build from there, you know, and, and, and build followings. I didn't even have a Twitter or Instagram or TikTok or LinkedIn or all these other things that I have now. Um, you know, so it was, yeah, really learning, uh, Learning about social media, I, I wish, you know, I would have done that a little bit more um, and develop and maybe develop a fo- more of a following first before before I had released my first book. Um, I think that would have been better, you know, maybe be a little bit more patient. I guess I guess I was so patient because I waited 40 years to write the book. I figured, well, you know, let's I need to jump into this right away. And maybe I should have been a little bit more patient. I think that would be my advice to other authors and make sure you you understand marketing and how it works, you know, how to advertise your book and uh, and and develop more of a following, you know, before you actually start. What is the latest tool or resource you've discovered? Um, well, I don't know if it's the latest, but, you know, um, like uh, I would say that, uh, you know, Grammarly, it, you know, is uh uh, what I use, and I, I think it that's helped me a lot. You know, I still, of course, always use a good editor. Um, but um, yeah, from the beginning, you know, uh, I didn't even, like again. I didn't even. I wasn't even didn't even know these things and, and so forth when I first wrote the book. I think I had the whole first book done, and then I before I even discovered Grammarly, and then I'm like, oh, okay, well, let's <laughs> let's uh, check this out and see all my mistakes. And you know, you think you don't make mistakes, and then. Uh, you realize, oh, wow, I made a lot of mistakes. You know, there's a lot of things to fix here. And I would, so I go through that now, you know, with my books, um, you know, make sure I use the Grammarly, the the premium package and make sure, you know, I've gone through all that before I even send it out to the editor. Otherwise, I think I'd be highly embarrassed, (laughs) you know, so, so yeah, that's a tool I definitely, definitely use. And, and, and I would suggest, I know there's other, other programs out there too, I'm sure, but that's just the one I happen to pick. And I think it works pretty well. What project or message would you like to tell listeners about today? My first book, I call him him. It's been out, you know, uh, for for a while now, since um, July. But the second book, uh, part two, um, The Angel of Death, actually comes out in just um, well a little bit less than a month. On, on May 6th, uh, that one will uh, officially launch. It's already available uh, for, pre, uh, for pre-order for e-books. Um, but, uh, but the official launch will be May 6th. So I'm excited about that. And the third book in the trilogy, The Sword of God, um, that one, um, I'm about 75% finished with it right now. And so I, I should have that one done, you know, definitely, like I say, sometimes I, have a, I find a hard time to, 
find squeeze time in to write, but definitely in the summer because the summer I find all kinds of time. So in the summer, if I'm if I'm not finished by then, I'll definitely be finished. You know, in the first couple of weeks of the summer, and so probably launching that one sometime the middle or late late summer. Well, Scott, thank you so much for joining us today. Okay. Well, thank you. It's been awesome. I really uh, appreciate this opportunity. Thank you. You've been listening to Pants On or Off, all about creators and the creative process. If you'd like to suggest a guest for a future show, please drop by ellenwynbooks.com forward slash guests. Now, go out there and make something fantastic.